What's up, everybody? This is Sebastian, your host. Welcome to another installment of The Red Barn. Even better, welcome to our best episode yet. I like to use this podcast to create a space where we can come and talk about agriculture, livestock, about some things that are said about farming and agriculture that lack foundation. I like to sit down and share some of the literature that is published in the field that you might not know about. Maybe you don't have the time or the energy to, you know, look around and try to find this information because let's face it sometimes we have a lot on our plate and reading papers is the least thing that we want to do unless you have to like myself which actually leads me to what this episode is going to be about and it's going to be about who i am and what i do if you're a friend and are listening first of all thank you Um, you already know me for the most part at least if you are a new listener welcome and also thank you for tuning in But today I want to use this episode to explain who I am, who the voice behind this podcast is, and hoping to give you um, an idea of why I do this. By the way, um, this came from a good friend of mine uh, who suggested I do this, and I thought it was a great idea. So, here we go. Of course, as you know, my name is Sebastian. I say it pretty much every time at the beginning of each episode. I was born and raised in Honduras, in a small town named Olanchito. My hometown is located in the second biggest valley in the country. So agriculture is one of the main activities in our area. So this is where my story begins. My grandfather was a rancher, so cattle crops, machinery, all these things have been part of my life since I can remember. As I grew up, nothing made me happier than being at the ranch. So when I reached the point that where I had to decide what I wanted to dedicate my life to, I did not have to think twice. Agriculture and livestock production was the answer. Started in a boarding agriculture high school back in my country, Honduras, and also through college where I graduated with a bachelor's degree in agronomy in 2015 from Earth University in Costa Rica. To kind of explain my life and um, what my life story has been, I like to split my time in this world by defining important moments in my life as life-changing experiences. So, to begin, when I cast my memory to the life that I've lived, I see high school as my first life-changing experience from 2009 to 2011. As a kid, I was a little bit of a mama's boy. I'm not gonna lie, I was very dependent on my parents. And I was going away from home and I was going to go and live in a boarding school. I went and lived in a boarding school with people that I didn't even know. Even though it was one of the toughest moments of my life, this was the starting point of something bigger than I could imagine. Interacting with strangers and let alone living with them helped me grow and become a different person. From being a timid kid, I went on to becoming an outgoing and more proactive person. My second life-changing experience was college from 2012 to 2015. This time, I was not only leaving home, but I was also leaving my country, my family, and lifelong friends because I was going to attend Earth University. This is uh, my, my school where I did my undergrad, and it's in Costa Rica. This gave me one of the best experiences that I've ever had in my life in Earth We have students from over 38 countries every year living within its campus. The first week living in school, I didn't know what I was going to do to fit in, let alone now living in a country with a different culture and also living on campus with 
other dozens of cultures and languages. However, it didn't take very long to make friends, and in the end I was able to learn so much about other cultures, and more importantly, I made friends from all over the world. My time in Costa Rica has been one of the best experiences of my life, and I made some of my best friends there. My third life-changing experience was moving to Wisconsin in 2016, shortly after graduating from college. Wisconsin Dells was my house for 13 months. Now, this part of my life was what I like to call a character-building season. <laughs> this time, I was not only leaving family and friends behind, but I was inserting myself into a different language, culture, weather, and community, this adventure became one of the biggest challenges of my life. The cold winter and the dairy farm life showed me a completely different picture of what I thought farming was. It made me realize the hardships that dairy farmers face daily in the US and the love and dedication that they have for what they do. Making friends in Wisconsin did not come easy either. With the language being the first barrier, socializing is not the same but with time and effort i was able to learn english by watching tv and repeating words a thousand times until i got it right and boy did i look like a parrot but i was able to learn enough english to make new friends and friends that are still part of my life my fourth life-changing experience was pursuing my master's degree in animal science with an emphasis on beef cattle nutrition at texas tech university I am a first-generation graduate student in my family. Going to school in English presented its own set of challenges, of course. Learning how to do research, all of these new things that I had to learn made this experience hard, but one of the most rewarding. I had never learned so much in such a short period of time. Through hard work and determination, I was able to graduate and receive my master's degree in animal science, one of the proudest moments of my life. But my story doesn't end there. No, no, because you can always go further, right? And I also like to think that in life, you either go big or go home. <laughs> now I've taken another challenge. I'm now a PhD student at UC Davis, one of the most prestigious schools in the country and in the world. My first year here at UC Davis has been hard. After living for two years in Texas, I've now moved across the country to a new place to pursue another degree another degree yet. Uh, this year has been the ultimate life-changing experience for me and I've certainly built some tools that will be useful in the future. The year 2020 has of course been challenging for the entire world. So life has taken me to places that I've never thought I would see and I've met all kinds of people and as challenging as it has been, I would not trade this journey for anything in this world. I've made lifelong friends and I've become a better person, or so I like to think. Uh, but now we're here. Uh, this podcast, another challenge for me. I'm not big on social media and exposing myself to the public unnecessarily. But here I am. Now the question is why? Well, like I said earlier, I've been involved in the ag sector my entire life. Coming from a place where agriculture represents opportunity and it's the backbone of the economy... I've never even dared to question the importance of agriculture in the world. But while living in the U.S. for a few years already, I've come to find out that not everybody has the same feelings towards agriculture, especially in this country. 
from viral social media posts to animal activism and even news broadcasters portraying farming as the main human activity that is destroying the planet. It is insane how much content like this there is out there. Look, if you can't stand the fact that we eat cows, pigs, chicken, and that we farm the land to produce food for a growing population, that's fine. If you rather eat a diet with no animal products in it, go ahead. It really doesn't bother me what you choose to eat. Where I cross the line is when the spread of misinformation starts affecting our industry and this information is then considered as fact. During my academic career, I've learned that even though agriculture does contaminate like everything else we do in the world, the impact of growing livestock is not the main responsible for warming the planet. So my intention is to share some science-based information with y'all. Now, I know I'm not Joe Rogan or any other podcast influencer, but if by doing this, I get to make someone go, huh, maybe I should read some more information and learn more about the ag industry to make an educated decision, then I'll know my task here is done. So anyway, thanks for listening to The Red Barn and our best episode yet. I really appreciate your time. If you like this episode, go ahead and share it around. Also, if you have any questions or ideas for future episodes, please uh, let me know on social media. Send me an email or a voicemail so that I can so that I can work on it. I, as I've said before, I'm open to suggestions. I hope you enjoyed today's content, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. This was another episode of the Red Barn, the podcast where we learn about agriculture. You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions, you can send an email to the Red Barn Podcast 20 at gmail.com or call the Red Barn's hotline at 530-507-8542 and leave a message. If you like this episode or the podcast, share it with your friends and family and subscribe on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Thanks for listening. See you on the next one.